Welcome to Insulok, a podcast where I talk everything Valorant related from esports, current events, patch notes, and everything in between. How to get a girlfriend. And how to get a girlfriend, exactly. <laughs> I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm joined today by my co-host, Ethan. That is me. And I'm Hyungman. So what I wanted to talk about today, obviously, since coming up very soon is Masters. Yeah. The second international tournament in Valorant. And I just wanted to, you know, talk about it, talk through the format, talk about any predictions I have. Yeah. Because uh, when people are really angry at, like, the format of it, the, the, when they're mm. saying that they just changed the groups. Yeah. So, recently, this is actually a very recent decision by Riot, they decided to change the format of... Oh, they actually change it? Yeah. This was very last minute, okay. so... The format, as of right now, will be a group stage into a knockout stage. So the group stage will be four groups, group A, B, C, and D, and these are groups of four. Right. So in group A is Vision Strikers, the Korean first seed. Uh, Paper... That's the one, like, 100 straight games. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and uh, then we have Paper Rex. Yep. They're on the same fucking servers that we use, so you always see those guys. Like, you know, Forsaken? Have you seen any of his clubs? No, I think so. Yeah, that guy's nuts. He's like, he was rank one for ages. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Vision Strikers of Korea, Paper Rex of Southeast Asia, Supermassive Blaze of, well, Europe, uh, Europe, Middle East, Africa, and that obviously includes Turkey. And Ascend, also of Europe, Middle East, and Africa. And in Group B, we have Vivo Cade of Brazil. I think that's the Brazilian Vivo first seed. Team MV of NA. Crew of Latin America. And Zeta Division of Japan. Yeah. Group C, Gambit, obviously Europe. Crazy Raccoon of Japan. 100 Thieves of NA. And Haven Liberty of Brazil. And in Group D, we have Sentinels, the first seed from NA, G2 from Europe, Bren from Southeast Asia, and Fak from Korea. Fak, what? Yeah, F4Q. F4Q, they're not called F4Q. Fak, I, I, I assumed the A was for, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it is, yeah. So yeah, the group stage is a double elimination. Over. Yeah, it's, it's a double elimination format for the group stage, so... Top two teams of each group will advance to the knockout stage, which means there will be eight teams in the knockout, so it's like an eight-team bracket. Right, so what was the actual decision by Riot? Because it was always a group stage, right? Yeah, but they kind of changed the format to similar to make it more similar to Reykjavik, Iceland? Reykjavik, yeah. Yeah, Reykjavik, yeah. Right, and okay, every right. match will be a best of three in the knockouts. Right, okay. What was it going to be before? No, sorry, sorry, no. Every match will be a best of three in the group stage. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And in the knockout stage, so it will be eight teams in a single elimination bracket. So if you lose, you're out. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think so. I, I hate single Elon brackets. Yeah. Like, that's what they did for the fucking uh, first tourney thing. And it's just such, yeah. so much worse. It is. Yeah. Yeah. A loser's bracket would be nice, but I guess this is what the fans wanted. Uh, I don't any fans want a single Elon bracket. 
Anyways, uh, so all mass matches in the knockout stage will be best of three, and then the grand final will be a best of five. Alright, yeah. so Sentinels versus... Um, who do you think's winning? Who do you think... Who, who do you have winning? Yeah, yeah, so let's, let's go through these predictions. So, um... I'm just looking at the power rankings right now, globally. So, the obvious favourite is Sentinels. Yep. Of North America. And... Hashtag Zom's Nation. Yeah, hashtag Zom's Nation. And, um... Another strong team, I think, coming into this tournament is Gambit. Gambit, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Gambit just... Obviously, they don't have, like, that huge superstar. Obviously, they have really good players, but they don't have a player that they have built around. They're just a really yeah, solid team. Yeah, and they've got a lot of experience. Like, they've been yeah. around for forever now, so mm. it's... Yeah. Other teams to look out for. Obviously, there's Vision Strikers, and they had that insane run. Yeah, the they start. didn't make it to the first... Yeah, they, the did, first they did not moment. make it to Iceland. However, they did make it as the first seed here. Right, right. But that does mean that New Turn, another strong Korean team, they didn't make it. Yeah, with, uh, with Soul Dome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. No, that's Northampton. No, no, really no. Soul Dome played for Japan. Yeah, I know Soul Dome played for Japan, but he was playing for Northampton, wasn't he? Yeah. Which... Rest in peace. Did not make it. Mm. I would have loved to see Korean Jet in Berlin, but mm. you know. So another team to look out for is obviously Ascend, mainly because they have Cned. Yep. <laughs> uh, I I do believe he's he's best player in Europe right now. He's better than Ted. I don't. I don't know. You know, what? have they played against each other? Uh, I don't. I don't think they have. I don't think. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think. Ascend was at Iceland, so it's really hard to make that sort of judgment. But for now, from experience, we can we can pretty much say that Sentinels is the best player in the world. Yeah, but no, I definitely think that that NA region in general just has a much better play style. Like the yeah. EU plays is too much; it's way too reliant on set strats rather than actually playing the game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so my top three teams going into this event are Sentinels, Gambit. Then Ascent. Yeah. What about you? Okay, so number one definitely has to be Sentinels. Like, you yeah. can't... Yeah. You know, you, you, you can't ignore the fact that they're just... They're winning everything, and they have Shazam, so... Yeah, Shaz Daddy. Uh, other than that, though, like, the rest of Europe, I don't know. Like, I can see that they're definitely... Obviously, very good players, but I, I don't think on the same level as NA. So, like, I can see someone like Hundred Thieves coming out second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, like, just because of how insane, like, volatile, you know, Latin America and Brazil and all of those regions are, like, I'd be, in, I'd be super interested to see how well they do, but, yeah. like, realistically, I don't really see them doing too much at yeah. Berlin. So, it is interesting to note that some of the Iceland... Uh, teams did not make it back. So obviously, uh, Viking team Vikings did not make it back out of Latin America, even though they had quite a good showing at Iceland. Yeah. I mean, that's about it. Yeah, right. were they the only team that didn't make it back to Brazil? Uh, to no. Obviously, New Turn didn't make it back. I'm not sure about oh, the other right. teams, though. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I don't know. I've I'm. 
I'm interested to see how Vision Strikers like do yeah. because they just they win everything. Man. Yeah, like, you, know, you can you can think of them as the ninjas of ninjas in pajamas of Valorant. Yeah, okay. As of now, uh, as of now, <laughs> as of now. No, no, no. I yeah, I know people make that like comparison. that comparison, but NIP didn't drop a single map. Yeah, like Vision Strikers was... had a longer streak, but there was like a series streak, I should say. Yeah, when NIP didn't even drop a single map, mm. so... At right. the same time, though, the competition at the very start of CSGO was nowhere near as much as, like, Valorant is at the moment, yep. so it's... You can compare the two, but they're just completely different games. So I want to look at the groups individually, you know? So we have the top team in the tournament, basically, unanimously, Sentinels, and we see either right. another NA team or some of the Europe teams coming out as second or third. So looking at the groups... Group A, we have Vision Strikers, Paper Rex, Supermassive Blaze, and Ascend. Yeah. I, I, I don't see any world where Vision Strikers and Ascend don't make it out of this group. I don't know. Supermassive Blaze is looking really good, right? Like, I, you name one player on Supermassive uh, Blaze. Is he brave, Russ, Tekken? What? I just named four of them, so... Who? See brave Turco and Ross. Who? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So super massive blaze. As of now, they did make it to this tournament, but they are still quite low in the power rankings. They aren't that much of a proven well, team, I should say. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's true, that's true. They just haven't been around for that long. Yeah. Like they're such a new team that you don't really know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, so, and in terms of, like, Europe, there's definitely yeah. going to be Gambit that's actually doing shit or Ascend. They did beat G2 and Ascend in the upper finals of the Europe playoffs. However, they did lose to Gambit. I don't know. Right. They, obviously, they have a high potential as a European team, and you could uh, you could argue that they're better than Ascend. Oh, I don't think they're better than Ascend at all. Mm. They did beat Ascend in the qualifiers. Yeah. Wait, let's see this. I'm just going to quickly look at that. Oh, they, they, okay. In the upper bracket final. Yeah, but you never know with these games, like the yeah. seeding games, you never know if they're just like sandbagging or, you know, you, you don't always know all the context. Yeah. But we will be able to see them versus Ascend in the first game of their group. Right. So we can maybe get some judgments there. Alright, so I do think that Paper Rex I don't know I don't really know much about this team. They are from Southeast Asia, not the strongest yeah. region. Nah, OC is probably the number one region at the moment by far. <laughs> so nah, Paper Rex is from Singapore. Yeah. They haven't been doing bad. They they are the ones with Forsaken. Uh, and there are other players, Mind Freak, Benkai, D4, V41, and Shiba. Why did you choose Mind Freak as a name? Like, the, you know, the OCE team, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to say they get carried by Forsaken, but it's like, yeah. I don't know, it's, they, they definitely... He's definitely one it. of the strongest players on this team. In the world, yeah. Yeah. No, no, for sure. Um. Yeah, he is <laughs> obviously strong on that jet yeah the main thing i'm like excited to see is just the jets from all the different regions yeah. like c and tens just going against each other and seeing who comes out on top 
what's interesting about Forsaken is that he has a 1.57 KD on Jet. Oh, with insane. 180 damage per round. But, however, he does have higher stats in Reyna, which might be inflated because he plays less Reyna, but he has 280 on Reyna and almost yeah, two kills. But with all that, like, in mind, you have to consider that he's playing against the other, like, Southeast yeah, Asian yeah. teams, but and none of them can, you know, nearly compete with him. So still, it's like... in, uh, in a tactical FPS, 200 attack damage, no, well, yeah, damage that's... dealt per round is still very high. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. for sure. So Paper Rex, obviously they could make some noise, but if they did make it out of this group, I think it'd be on the back of Forsaken. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So right now, I think we can make the judgment that Vision Strikers and Ascend will make it out of this group. Yeah, I definitely think that'd be fair. Yeah. Alright, Group B, we have Vivocade from Brazil. Vivocade? Vivocade. I don't know it's much about this team. Pronounced Vivocade, but or no. Arcade Stars <laughs> is another way, I guess. Yeah. So they came out of Brazil as the first seed, I believe. Yeah, but it's a really new team. Like mm. they're, they're winning a lot, but they have not been around for yeah. very long. So uh, I don't recognize any of their players from anything like CS, but they do seem like a really strong team. They are the highest ranked Latin American team and obviously Brazilian team right now. I mean, all right. Let's compare them to other teams. So we have Team Envy and NA. Obviously, more of a familiar team. Yeah. They're they're good. NA is very, I should say, competitive right now. So they as even though they did come out as the third seed in NA, I could see them coming out of this group 100. percent Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know they have those so big names as well. Entries into Berlin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see who someone like Arsenal can do in Berlin. Yeah. Just being so young, like he has no experience on land, so, so he's we... already, he's insanely shaky and nervous. Just playing like yeah. the other games, it'll be interesting to see how he does on yeah. the actual actual venue. I'm also really interested to see Ye at Berlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah I do uh, believe he is one of the top players in North America right now. Yeah, but I don't think he's quite on the level of, like, yeah. Tens or someone. Yeah. Obviously, I, I do think close. that Tens is the better player as of right now. But Ye yeah. is still definitely one of the top players yeah. in the world. You just, you'd like to see some more consistency out of him. Like, yeah. one game he can just be doing insane and yeah. the next just bottom fragging. Yeah. Like. I do think that Team MV could make it quite far if the members do perform, because we know that everyone can perform with, you know, FNS, Marved, Crashies. All of them are very good players. Yeah. Just that yeah. they struggle to find consistently sometimes. This is why they lose to the teams like 100 Thieves or Sentinels. Yeah, well, I mean, Sentinels, you aren't losing. Well, they, they are consistent, so. you know. You're losing to them because they're literal Jesus. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and the yeah. third team in Group B is Crew from Latin America. They yeah, they, they, are... they were at Iceland, right? Yeah, they were at Iceland. They had quite a good showing. Uh, their roster right now made up of I I cannot say any of those names. I'm sorry. <laughs> no one cares about them. Yeah. <laughs> and yep, they came out of Latin America as the first seed, actually. I right. I think so. Well, Latin America didn't they only get one? Um, you know, entry into into what? Uh, into Berlin, sorry. No, no, no. Wait, 
Huh? Uh, Wait, how is how is crew in group B then? No, I'm just saying crew only has one. Sorry, Latin America only has one representing team at all of at all at Berlin. Yeah, which is kind of unfortunate because when you've got teams like I mean regions like EMEA with four representing teams, it's... yeah, yeah, yeah. I was confused there because uh, Brazil is in Latin America, but they're not part of the Latin America like part. They have their yeah, own. Yeah, just like how Korea isn't Korea technically technically part of Southeast Asia? Yeah, but they have their own. Service, so yeah. yeah. So crew, the only Latin American team. Sorry, uh, definitely they're definitely strong. They bet Vikings to get here, but it doesn't seem like they will be able to compete with something like Sentinels or Sin. Like just the lack of experience against yeah. more experienced teams. But it seems to be in this group with Vivo Kid, Team Envy, Crew, and the Japanese team Zeta Division. Yeah. Uh, so hold up on Zeta Division, they are. the third ranked team in asia pacific and that means they are the first ranked japanese team yeah with zeta division you never know like they're just again they're just too inconsistent they came out of japan as the first seed and they also have a six-man roster which would be interesting to watch yeah how how do six-man rosters work uh you can kind of have an example from like vitality and cs so right. it's just some players are better on certain maps right and yeah some players are better on certain roles yeah good one. Mm. <laughs> so yeah for group b i my prediction is that vivo cade and team mv will make it up yeah, I'm not too sure on Vivo Kid. Like, they just. While they are, like, easily beating all these Brazilian teams, they yeah. just don't have that experience that they needed to so, play. Like, So, do you think Crew will make it out over them? Yeah, yeah. I do. I think nah, Crew could pretty nah, easily come out on that. top. I can see that. Have they versed Crew before? Crew and Vivo Kid. Uh, no, the Brazilian no. qualifier. Obviously, they might have versed way in the past, but I don't think we should pay attention to that. They didn't yeah. play in the same qualifier. All right. Right, right. So, Group C is Gambit, Crazy Raccoon, Hundred Thieves, and Haven Liberty. Mm-hmm. So obviously, the two names that pop out are Gambit and Hundred Thieves. Yeah, and they yeah. do are definitely favored. So and let me just it definitely seems yeah. like, at least in my opinion, it's not even going to be that close. Like Gambit and um Hundred Thieves are just easily going to get out. So let me just take a look at these rosters. So Gambit. Obviously, they have Redgar, Chronicle, Defo, Shados, and Nats. This is a really strong roster. They came out of EU as the top seed over Supermassive, Blaze, and Ascent. Yeah, I don't know. The, uh, I definitely like things from like the Nats, like the Sentinel players. One of their stronger players. Yeah. That could be a problem, but Europe does have that more controlled playbook style, so they could make it work. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely think the EU region tends to play a bit overly passive yeah. and puts too much utility into like stopping potential plays rather than keeping it available for reactionary yeah. plays. And it, kind of, it plays into North America's more reactionary aggressive style and mm-hmm. it just leads them being a bit lacking sometimes with, yeah. to be able to stop the rushes. Okay, now, 100 Thieves' current roster. 
We have Steel, obviously, Hiko, Ethan, Nitro, Asuna. With this roster, we have arguably the most experience out of all the rosters, I would say, in terms of just wow. a professional yeah. career in Tech FPS. Except for obviously Sentinels, but yeah. Uh, would you say that? Yeah, because, like, sure, with Ethan, Hiko, Steel, and Nitro, but then you got last night, he's like, he's yeah. 17, he barely played, like, I don't even think he played tier 1 CS. I mean, but then you, you could say something... the same for 10s. No, not really. He played on C9. Yeah, but he, he, was, uh... he wasn't very good. But he played a lot more. He's yeah. had a lot more like actual LAN experience than yeah. last night. Is. Like, and in terms of playing like in actual LAN venues, and they've, they've got you know they've got a yeah. lot of. Okay, well, in terms of experience, they do still have like someone like Zoms who doesn't have much tactical. Yeah, he he is that he is the uh, what's it Overwatch player, or is he the Overwatch player? Zoms? Yeah, well, he did play Overwatch, but he he was more the Apex player. Oh yeah. He was one of the best Apex players by far. Um, yeah, and they had Sinatra, uh, who was obviously, you know, the, the Overwatch, Overwatch League game. Yeah, yeah. But Still... I don't know, it's... Yeah, it's, uh, they are definitely one of the more experienced rosters out yeah. of the whole tournament, though, mm. so... For sure. They have, obviously, Steel. He played Definite professionally well. back in Eye by Power. You have Hiko, yeah. who played for, obviously, C9 and Rogue. Ethan, he's 30 years old. Yeah, he, he, obviously. And they have <laughs> Nitro, who played on Team Liquid for a very long time. And Ethan, who did he play for before we swapped? Uh, I've, I followed him in Valorant, but I, I've never followed him in CS. But he was definitely playing Tier 1 CS. Yeah. Yeah, this team, a lot of experience, a lot of skill. Obviously, they have that pure fragging of Asuna and the veteran presences of, well, Hiko, Steel, and Nitro. All three who can IGL. And same with Ethan. Yeah, but... With well, 100 Thieves, when you've got someone like Asuna, like, the amount of time is all that it really takes for them to become, like, a really, really high-tier one team. Like, yeah. The, the biggest problem is just making the wrong plays, and all of those types of, like, things are just fixing their levels of aggression and, yeah, you know, sure. learning. Just, it just comes with time. So, like, they could easily be the, you know, number one team in the world. Yeah, they could. They definitely have that potential. Yeah. Alright, so that's Gambit and his thieves. Let's talk about Crazy Raccoon. Yeah. Do you know anything about this team? Um, I know that they... When they rank... I'm pretty sure they rank 1 in their region for quite a while. Yeah, but right now, they, they are they below Zeta Division. division. Yeah. yeah. But when they lost to Zeta Division, that dropped them down a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to note that they are running a seven-man roster as seven. of right now. Well, uh, well, yeah, I guess so, yeah. But they, they, I don't see any coaches listed, do they? Yeah, they, they, any they have no coaches listed. Um, right. Yeah, definitely... Well, this is a half-Korean team, <laughs> from what I see, but there could be that sort of language barrier. Yeah. But, yeah. You definitely see that in a lot of the... Japanese Korean teams, just a strong like language barrier that prevents them from being able to become too, you know, fluid in their in their communication. I don't, I don't really know what to expect from this team. I guess they could make some noise. The Japanese region isn't that weak, and they were the top Japanese team for quite a while. So uh, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. 
and Haven Liberty of Brazil. They are the second ranked team in Brazil. Yeah. And yeah. They, they obviously they came out of Brazil as the second seed. I don't really uh, know much about this team. Yeah, no, it's another one of those teams that's really just not been around for that, that long in yeah. terms of the teams we'd be talking about to go to an international major. So it's quite surprising to see them do so well in the playoffs, but we'll, we'll see. With the lack of experience, you, you never know. Like, Yeah. Yeah. All right. I definitely just don't think they're quite as good as VVK. Yeah. <laughs> so Group C... I think we can both agree that Gambit and 100 Thieves are going to come out. Yeah. Yeah. And now Group D. I wonder. <laughs> we, we have Sentinels, G2, Bren, and F4Q. Yeah. I mean, the well, obvious... Really... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'd really like for someone like F4Q to come out on top. Yeah. I really think the utility usage is really good, but they're just like a team of streamers that's kind of... Yeah, I do think that's really cool that's how they are. Yeah. You know, that, that streamer team coming in, that wild card. Uh, yeah. All right, so let's take a look at these rosters. Let's take, let's actually take a look at uh, F4Q first. Yeah. I do believe were all five of them streamers. Oh yes, yeah. Good enough, though. So they oh, came but... out of oh yeah, yeah. They came out as a second seed. What do you think about this team? Just it feels like they're a little bit stubborn with the characters they pick. Like like they've got someone like Zumba who's an Astra one trick, and then they're playing Astra and Icebox, and it really just doesn't seem to be working. Oh yeah, for them, yeah. So. I, I guess teams yeah. are really not a fan of Icebox. Like, it's never the map that's just mm. instantly played. So it's it makes sense, but at the same time, like, just the lack of flexibility might be... You know, they, they might be beat by one of the... You know, they'll almost definitely be beat by either G2 yeah. or Sentinels. Yeah, and obviously Sentinels is famous for being really strong on Icebox. Yeah. So that's going right. to be a nightmare matchup for them. Yeah, although I don't know if they're quite as strong on Icebox as someone like 100 Thieves, but they are definitely, like, they're good on all maps. There's no yeah. maps that they're not good at. Yeah. Alright, and now we look at G2 Esports. They are the fourth seed out of Europe and Middle East and Africa. Um, obviously, they are the fourth seed in their region, but this is still definitely a really strong team. Yeah, for sure. They have obviously Mixwell, that sort of veteran or presence, and the, he has some of the more younger players surrounding him. This is definitely a team that is good, but their low yeah. seeding it kind of makes me feel like they could lose to F4Q if F4Q managed to hit their sort of peak, because their peak is still really high. I don't know. It's just like they really haven't been a team for that long. Yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're a super new sort of. Okay, well, G2 isn't new to the game, but yes, like definitely. this particular roster is super fresh. Like they've only been around for what? Like a few months at max. Like mm -hmm. what? Four months now? Yeah. Since, and like before that, there's, uh, yeah, literally only one other person. So it's. You never know what they'll do, but. Yeah. Well, they definitely have the talent. I I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
And now we have Bren Esports. What do you yeah. think of them? Bren. So they are the top ranked team in Asia. That's not yeah. Korean Japan right now. All right. They aren't super. They aren't super new. Like yeah, they definitely have been together for a while, and they're just getting a lot of success now. But you know, you don't know if this is showing of like good matchups and slightly lucky games, or if they've actually just improved this much as like a team. Yeah. But if they actually have improved this much as a team, it definitely seems possible that they could come out of their bracket, out of their group. So. Mm. So, yeah, they came out as the first seed. They lost to Paper Rex in the lower finals. No, sorry, in the upper finals. And then they came back through the lower bracket and then 3-0'd Paper Rex in the grand finals. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. We'll see out of this team. I don't have that much of an opinion yet, but I guess they could definitely do something. Me neither. It's just uh, because in the... um... In their upper final matchup, they played Breeze and Ascent, sorry, Breeze and Icebox, yeah. and those were the maps that I don't think they were trying to play, so yeah. in, the, in the full best of three without being forced to play Breeze and Icebox, I think that's why they were able to come out so easily. Yeah. And wow, so easily. And well, then, so, then, yeah, I mean... Yeah, two like... of the three games that still got overtime. Yeah. Um... And now, the fourth team in Group D, obviously Sentinels. I think they're just going to lose their first game and go home immediately. I don't, <laughs> I don't see them winning a single match. <laughs> Hold up. Uh, so this Sentinels no, roster... Holding the team back mega shit. The Sentinel roster is stacked. It's stacked beyond hell. All of yeah. these, all of these members can make a lot of noise. We see because he just holds back the team, but apart from him, <laughs> they, they really have a good roster. <laughs> so we have Shazam, obviously that that real veteran presence. He's like one of the old guard, I I could say of CS:GO. Um, yeah, he's that stable opening presence on the jet, and he can also be that Sova. As well as just being a strong IGL, yeah, you know, to keep the vibes high, yeah. And then we have obviously their kind of star fragger of tens on those duelists. And then we have Sick, who we see either on the support, the supporting kind of sage characters, or we can also see him on the Phoenix on that entry. Yeah, very flexible. Mm. And then we have Dapper, who we also see sometimes on those Sentinels. Most yeah, notably definitely, like Cypher. definitely the best Sentinel player around at the moment. Mm. And we also see him clutching up all these rounds, and then we have Zoms, who obviously yeah. is like in you terms know, the of back end, you know, someone has to be the worst. So, you know. Yeah, someone has to be the worst, but it's not like he's a weak presence. He's always on well, those controllers. Really better, but, yeah. You know, yeah. And he's that kind of player who can be performing at the bottom of the leaderboard and then just win a whole round for their team. He's still definitely yeah. a very strong player. He's filling that Astra Viper role, so. Yeah. You know, his value comes through his utility. Yeah. And if he's dying at the start of rounds trying to take jewels, that's not going to be helping his team at all. Yeah. So the Sentinel roster, they are, as of right now, they are 100% better than 100 Thieves, and they are 100% better than everyone in this group. And you could argue tournament. The world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I don't see them not coming out of this group. Yeah, it'd have to be a real choke or so, so some sort of like uncontrollable issue that have to cure. But 
even though Sentinels is coming out as most probably the first seed in the group, uh, I think the rest, G2, Brennan, F4Q, they could definitely, I, I could see any of them coming through. Yeah. So who are you thinking is going to come through? Oh, you know, it's probably someone like G2. With a, well, no, that that's not fair. I, I think F4Q could also okay. come out. Okay. Just the utility and the... As long as they don't get a map like Icebox or Breeze, uh, I, I think they've got a decent shot of getting out. Are the maps, like, random? Or is it, like, map bands and map picks? Uh, I'm not too sure. Oh. Um, and... Hmm, yeah, I would say... Well, I'm kind of biased because I'm a big fan of Mixwell since yeah. he was on Optic in CS, but yeah, I, I'm going to say that it's going to be Sentinels and G2 coming out, mainly because of that and also just because Europe is a strong region. Yeah, it's it's just because, you know, if, if it was the G2 that was owning at the start of Valorant, it'd be a different story, but just none of those players are still in that team today and it's just a whole different whole different team. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to see what they yeah. All right. I wanted to ask you about um any disappointments, any teams you wanted to see at uh Berlin, but that didn't make there. Uh, I don't know. So uh, I'm, it's pretty disappointing that we didn't get to see Scream at Berlin. And yeah. Just, the whole the whole Liquid roster seems so good. It's just unfortunate mm. that they ended up dropping out so early in the playoffs. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm also really sad. To see TL not making it. Obviously, Fnatic as well. They were at yeah. Iceland. They were actually quite a good team. They took, like, a. Did they? No, they did. Yeah. I don't know. Because Boast is just, you know, a really good personality to watch. Yeah. It's, just, it's so disappointing to see him put in all this effort and then only just missed out on getting into Berlin. Yeah. Because it was the top two teams from that. From that European bracket that made yeah, it they into were. the Challengers playoffs, and they were the third, so that's very unfortunate. unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. And another big disappointment for me, I really did want to see TSM come to Berlin. You know, TSM, yeah. Just because um, they they have so so many of like my favorite personalities. You know, like Wardell, yeah, Sabrosa. Stack team, but no one thought they were getting to Berlin. Yeah. No offense to them, but yeah. they're just. They're a good team, but they're just, they're not quite Exit or, you know, they aren't Exit or Sentinels or yeah, anything. So. I think uh, Sentinels, 100 Thieves, and Envy are definitely the three best teams that you could possibly yeah. pick to represent in there. Yeah. Another team that, like, I wished would be better and would have made it to this tournament is um, Immortals. It's just a team that I really like. Obviously, they aren't as good as they used to be. Immortals? Yeah. Where are they from? Uh, NA. Oh, NA, right, IMT, right. yeah. They definitely yeah. have one of my favorite lineups, you know. They have, what, Chemicals, Gangsta, Shot Up. You know, Shot Up is one of those, like, high-octane yeah, young just... fraggers, but... Like, Nature, Lift, JC Stani, Lift. JC Stani, but... yeah. Neptune, Cola, Lift, Dicey, Asna, like... A lot of a lot of the people that I was a big fan of them for is they've all kind of left and moved yeah. on now. So. That is why they kind of dropped a lot in strength. But yeah, I'm still disappointed not to see them here. To me, the biggest disappointment is just to not see any oceanic teams go. Like yeah, that's it. It's it, it's still possible for um them to get into the final the final like a uh, what's it called major 
tournament of the series, you know, uh, Valorant champions. Yeah. But apart, were through the through the North American last chance qualifier. But it's just unfortunate that they didn't have like an official entry into the yeah. tournament. Yeah. Um, the team like order, you know, they they have a possibility of at least doing something. So you've, yeah, you've yeah. got to consider them as a region at least, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely oh. love to see Oceania make some noise at Valorant challengers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So that's all we really have to say about the upcoming Berlin, I can say major, right? Or would it be an international? Yeah, you can go major, you can go international. I think everyone knows. Well, it's not. While it is a major, it's. I don't know. What what would you even call What do you call Valorant Champions then? Uh, They're called internationals for now, I think. Yeah, wait, is this even a major? Is Berlin a major? Uh, it's, uh, it's, on, sure. it's on the same level as Iceland, I do think. What was Iceland called? What was the name of Iceland? It was uh, Stage 2. Masters tournament, right? Yeah. And this is Stage 3. And then after that, it's just Valent Champions. I think right? so, yeah. Wait, uh, Masters Berlin. And they get circle points. And it, yeah, okay, right, right. Uh-huh. All right, so on to our next topic. So this is the new map, Fracture, which will be uh, debuting yeah. in Episode 3, Act 2. That's September 8th, five days yeah. from recording right now. So what do you think of this map? I don't know. It's really exciting to see them trying something new and not just sticking with the exact same uh, formula that's been used throughout all of CS and all yeah, of yeah, Valorant yeah. so far. So I'm super excited for them to actually just be giving it a go and mm. trying new stuff. So, to something to note about Fracture, as you said, it's it's really different. It has an H-shaped layout, is what yeah. it's been described as. So, you can have you can be pinched basically. The defending team can get pinched from both sides by an attacking team, which makes angles and holding sites or post plants. It makes everything really different. Yeah. Although we can't make any judgments, like too hard judgments for now, just yeah. because of you know we haven't even gone. Yeah, we haven't got to play it. it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, visually we can kind of see it's kind of split in half. We see these portals. The Valorant map team definitely kind of put an emphasis on storytelling, like visual kind of storytelling with this map. Yeah. And it definitely looks it looks cool. It, it definitely looks cool. Yeah, for sure. Just the underground zip lines as well is a yeah. really really cool aspect of them. And speaking of the new episode, we have to talk about. Agent Seventeen, codenamed Deadeye, he hasn't yeah. been like okay. He's been teased by Riot, kind of, but yeah, he, but it was a very vague tease. Yeah. Uh, but most of the information we know about Deadeye has come through leaks, so yeah. he will be most likely released alongside Fracture, same episode three, Act Two. Because it was predicted that the extension on Act on Act One was just so that they had time to get the new agent and the new map, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. While while they've been having a lot of really good updates, none of the updates have been too game changing for Valorant. Yeah. Nice, it'd be nice to have something fresh. Like the game's gone a little bit stale. Yeah. Apart from obviously the butterfly knife, but yeah. you know, <laughs> more victories. So nothing about. Dead Eyes abilities or gameplay or anything has been revealed as of now. No, although they did have the. Do you see the animation with the bullet? Yeah, yeah. 
And, well, and I'm pretty sure that that's hinting at the maybe his ultimate ability and like the gun that he's always posed yeah, with. Yeah. And maybe hinting at something like a you know, a gun that can penetrate any wall. Yeah, just... like a global bullet. That's something I've yeah. heard. Yeah, that's I've definitely heard that too. Uh, yeah. Um, one thing to note is that you know Valorant is a Riot Games game, and a lot yeah. of people have drawn similarities to the sketches of Dead Eye to the champion in League of Legends called Jin. Right. right. And he has that big gun. Like Google if you don't know. <laughs> to me, I, no, I know Jen. I'm playing. What's I literally carried you on Jen like a year ago, over a year ago. <laughs> nah, I, I don't know. I, I see them. I see people making that comparison, but I think it's a bit of a stretch. The, the reason I, people are making that comparison is because, like, the visual the designer of Jin. Yeah. So, like, the designer oh, for yeah. Jin was the one who designed Dead Eye, apparently. Oh, really? And that's why people are kind of drawing the sniper headhunter kind of comparison with the yeah right right yeah. right okay that's so, interesting yeah it'd be really interesting to see dead eye come out next act for sure mm. now for the final topic of this wait, wait, video wait, just one thing what yeah. what role do you think he's got oh what the fuck it's breaking my mind what role do you think dead eye's gonna be uh most people have been saying that he will be a duelist a duelist i can I, I can definitely see it but I don't, I don't know. I think we've gotten enough duelists. I want to see a new, like, smoke character or a new sentinel. Yeah. I would definitely... I definitely think that it's been the longest since they've released a new sentinel, the newest one being Killjoy, I believe. Yeah. And obviously, we've been releasing a lot of new initiators with sure, Sky with and Sky KO. Sky and KO, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I would love to see with a sentinel. smokes, yeah. A, a new smoke character, there's only really been Astra. Yeah. Wait, was Viper part of the initial release? Yeah, Viper was. Viper right. was the. She was in the Project A trailer in that. Right, I remember that. Yeah. Precise gunplay. <laughs> yes, very precise. <laughs> All right, now moving on to the final topic of the podcast, we're just going to talk about any sort of like current events, current roster changes, anything going on. So, first of all, TSM. Are letting Bang explore like roster options, and right. they've benched him for now. What do you think about this? I don't know. I wasn't following Bang too closely. How were his tournament results? Bang, like, like okay. Yeah. Uh, I think he's really good. I think he's one of the highest. I don't know why they did this. Cause Bang, maybe there's like something going on behind the scenes, or maybe there's like some stat that I don't know of, but. Most of the TSM games that I've been watching, he's definitely been really, really good. He's really good. He's it a really seems good player. Like he, he's not on the duelist role. Like, like he's on that that smoke sort of role. Yeah. Smoke sometimes sentinel. And like from what I recall, he was doing really well on that role as well. Like yeah. he was managing to often outfire like the initiators and, and the, the duelists. Yeah, the controls while still actually maintaining his role as a smoker. So it's kind of like it, it seems like it doesn't make the most sense to yeah. me when he's just doing such a good job like yeah um ooh. so what are the yeah uh, he he's a first of all he's a really flexible player he can play a lot of things and he's obviously a really strong fragger he can play his role well the only real reason that i think this decision would have been made is maybe from him, but from him, maybe he wants to be on a team where he's allowed to play that duelist role. 
Right, more flexibility like and the, what he yeah. wants to do. And obviously he is flexible. He can perform well on those initiators, on the controllers and the sentinels. But I think he wants to maybe be on a team where he can be that primary focus. And he's definitely yeah. good enough as well. I'm also interested to see with Vanity leaving uh, version 1 and moving to a team like CS, how they're going to do now. Yeah. Definitely one of the best, better controller players. Mm. That might be a bit rough. Yeah. Also, I wanted to ask you, what do you think of Leviathan being on TSM? Leviathan being on TSM? He's their server player. I don't know, he's just on trial at the moment, right? Uh, no, no. He is part of the roster right now. Yeah, but on trial, right? No, he is part of the roster now. Cause, really? Because um, basically, uh, uh, Noble, which is the team he used to play for, yeah. the Noble team became TSM Academy. Yeah, right, right, right. But then I thought he was on trial to the TSM main team. Yeah, but I think recently, as of right now, he is the TSM player. Okay, right, yeah. okay. And they have their fifth guy to replace Bang is Gabunia, who I don't know much about, but he's on trial as the fifth man. Oh, okay. Mm. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard about that. Yeah, I don't really know much. Gabunia. Gabunia. <laughs> Uh, nah, but I don't know. I definitely think Sabrosa just has some of the best aim in the entire game by far. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, so super interesting to see what they can do. Yeah. And obviously they have Wardell, who is, I still think, yeah. one of the top offers in the world just from For his sure. pure opping ability, but we do see him on the Sage a lot right now. Yeah, although he's still picking up the Orphus Sage, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's actually quite good with it, but obviously yeah. we prefer to see him it's on that yeah, when when you, when you got someone like um, you know, when when you got the people in this team, you, you can't you can't take their jet away from the other super good players. Yeah. When you can play someone like Sage and you can flex to those other roles. Yeah. Although I mean, the Sage he hasn't he, he's been allowed to play jet for the most part. Like yeah. he hasn't really been playing Sage much at all. They or... only really give him the sage either when someone else wants to pick up that jet or if it's a map where the sage works better i see him on sage on ascent a lot because right, right. bang is on the astro yeah but yeah you definitely see at least in the last sort of like last month it's definitely most most mostly on the on that jet roll yeah also adding on tsm what do you think about like Okay, so there's obviously been rumors of TSM Sinatra. I mean, obviously, a lot of it's a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, TS if Sinatra were to join this team, let's say to re replacing Leviathan as that mainstay Sova. Yeah. I you... could really see that for sure. I, I think that if Sinatra were to join TSM, they'd have yeah. those like three big stars of Wardell, yeah, Subrosa, Sinatra. Yeah. I feel like yeah, they'd be a really good team. I know what you're saying, but I'm pretty sure Leviathan's still technically on trial to yeah. them, so... Oh, wait. Gabonia, that's... Isn't that Leviathan's, like, last name or something? No. It is. Is it? Wait. It is. Aleko Gabonia. I just, I just checked. What? Yeah. Wait, hold up. I... Oh, my bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> so Levi, okay. Well, I'm just gonna no. So Leviathan's still on trial, and it doesn't make any sense for them not to permanently sign them to his main roster unless they are keeping their options open for someone like Sinatra. Because yeah. you know, obviously with Sinatra, he's a very good player with a lot of experience, and it's proven that he can perform under the like the highest levels of pressure. Yeah, so yeah. It really doesn't make sense to not you know take that opportunity if that opportunity mm. comes up. Yeah, it'd be very interesting to see if uh, Sinatra can be a possible fifth man option for TSM, because Sentinels will most probably not drop anyone. No, because when you've got a team that's working so well, it, it makes no sense to make a change, because oh, ch- yeah. changing players takes so long to actually remake the team around them that it's yeah. just not like viable. Obviously, there is that sort of synergy that Sinatra used to have, and obviously he's cues with Zoms and Dapper, yeah. but I think... Tens has come into his own in that role, and I think it works better for Sentinels to have Tens in that Reina Jet sort of role, yeah, rather than having Sinatra sure. on the Rays or the Sova. For sure, for sure. But yeah, on the other hand, having Sinatra on the Sova on TSM might be really good, right? And obviously, they might have to just find another fifth and remove Noble Leviathan from the roster. Yeah. Or maybe Leviathan can flex to something else. Or Sinatra can flex, obviously, as well. Going back to, like, Sentinels, I don't know. I can see them trying out a six-man roster. Like, I don't oh. see any... Yeah, because... The thing is, who would they bench? Because all of them are such, like, big players that are really good. Wow, what's the six-man roster? You don't need to bench anyone, right? Well, yes, but... Like, the roles are kind of, like... Like Sentinels has like that weird kind of roster because Shazam, yeah, like the Sova and the Jet, yeah, and, Sizz- yeah. and then Tens is obviously just on those duelists, and then Zoms, Dapper, and Sick can basically play anything. So wow. it's really weird. Zoms can't play anything. Zoms is pretty much just Astro Biper, but yeah, yeah, but he can play those Sentinels. Can he? Yeah. Like earlier on when Sinatra was on the team, he wasn't really playing those controllers. Oh right, okay. What the hell am I? Am I tripping? Yeah, well, I just... But he, he definitely no, okay. can be flexible. It's not like he right, can only play right. controller. Right. Yeah. I look forward Zom's to that, I guess. Talented. Yeah, for sure. I would not want to see Sinatra as like a sixth man or anything like that, though. He definitely... Right. I want to see him as a mainstay. Right. All, All right. right. Does that conclude the first episode? No, of not yet, not yet. Oh, we have oh, some more right, roster right. stuff to go over. Oh, is it more roster change? Yeah, so um, New Turn, who missed uh, Berlin, obviously, they have been looking for a player... No, no, they've been looking for a player to replace 10 times with, or 10x, or whatever it is. Tens. No, 10x, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, when New Turn was eliminated from the qualifiers to Berlin, one of their players, 10x, left. Right. And right now, very recently, they have announced that they picked up a new player called Hyoni. Right. Do you know anything about this guy? Uh, nah. Uh, I'm honestly, I don't know too much about him, so. Hyoni. Also. So he played for DFR. Right. And I'm guessing that is the Korean region? Yeah. Uh... So he has a 177 ADR, 1.7 KD. He just seems like that a duelist kind of player. Yeah. I mean, obviously, 
if this works out and New Turn becomes one of the top Korean teams, obviously it'd be great to see that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm just, I'm still. I'm now. I'm interested to see how it comes. So. Yeah. I'm. I, I'm. I'm still just thinking about the roster changes with Sentinels, though. Like, no, nah, because Zombs really isn't that flexible. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. In pro games, he's never played a, a Sentinel, right? Like, he's only even played four agents in any pro game. Really? Yeah. Huh. He's only even played um, uh, fucking Omen, Brims, uh, Astra, and Viper. I might be thinking of, like, Solo Q or something then. Right. Uh... But, yeah, it's interesting to see how all these, like, roster changes affect how the team plays in Berlin. Just yeah. seeing how fast the teams can get there. Because when, when we saw 10s come into Sentinels, it did not, you know, they, they played without any practice and managed to win that tournament. So it was just... You know, you gotta wonder how how much this lack of team team what's it called? What? What's the word I'm looking for? Team fuck the word's not coming for me, but how the lack of experience together would all affect how they play. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's a bad thing about roster changes. <laughs> Yeah, sure. And speaking of people leaving teams and people having to join them, so Rush, C9 Rush, obviously one of the first North American major winners, a huge part of that C9 major win. Yeah. You know, at Boston, For sure. obviously. For sure. He, he was definitely one of those members in C9 who peaked at that major. Yeah. He was a strong, you know, he, he's obviously really good on those entry frags. So if he, if he were to join Valorant, because he said that he's been feeling out Valorant since he got benched. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, I really do think the experience and CS that comes yeah. with like that kind of peak level of competition really leads to like some really good players that can just have... A different kind of mm. confidence. But do you think he'd be like instantly joining like a tier one roster, something like Xset or MV or Immortals or something like that? Valorant just takes too much experience to be able to like confidently say that they could um, you just know, that they could go straight to you know tier one team yeah. and be able to compete. So yeah. you know, we'll see. And obviously, another C nine member who's been. Well, let's say feeling out Valorant is Shu2K, currently of Team Liquid. Yeah. I'd love, I personally, I'd love to see Stewie play Valorant just because of his playstyle. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of like that Tens thing where Tens, his playstyle fits Valorant quite a lot more just because the, it's a bit slower and the aim jewels are a lot more bursty rather than CS yeah. where you're like tagging people up, you're taking a lot of more sprays. Right. And obviously Valorant, it's less punishing on those really hyper-aggressive playstyles due to the agents like Reyna or Jet. Yeah, I'd definitely love yeah. to see Stewie join. Yeah, that, that would be interesting. But do you reckon... Wait, so Stewie 2K right now in CSGO on Team Liquid, he plays a support role, right? He plays support. Right. If he were to join Valorant, do you think he'd like stay on like a Sentinel role? Or do you think he'd go more towards the duelists? 
or play like I don't know. I think it'd be really tough to, for him to find a place on a roster as a duelist, just because there's mm. such like an oversaturation of duelists yeah, at the moment true. that it's like peak peak talent that it'd be so tough for him to actually find a role to duelist somewhere. Yeah. But still, he so does. I would not be surprised to see him on like either a smoke roll or a roll like that. Yeah, but you know he does have a lot of skills. He can IGL. Obviously, he did that on C9 when they won the major, and he yeah. can obviously he was a secondary opera. Yeah, so he definitely has yeah. a lot of skills that might be worth for rosters picking him up. But sure. as you said, there's a huge saturation of duelists, so it might be hard for him to find that sort of duelist role. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, well, that's all we have planned for today. All right. Thank you so much. This has Thanks for having been, me, yeah. Mr. Cho. Yeah, yeah. This has been Hyungmin and Ethan, and you've been listening to Valorant and Salok.